0: The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on the horn. Hour two on the Sports Complex. Get into some NFL talk with the big hiring of the last head coach in uh, football and the NFL. Coaching carousel is, well, we'll say slowing down. I mean, there's still coordinators to be hired, and and I think there's still a GM spot that may be open, but the coaching carousel, for the most part, is dying down. Get into that. Uh, get into some quarterback talk as well. And uh, text line, of course, as well. 512-447-3776. 512-447-3776. Is the text line number. You guys drive the show. We just try to keep it on the rails. Whatever you guys want to talk about, send it in. And as long as it's not graphic or obscene and it has something to do with sports, we'll usually try and talk about it. Try and give you some. I can't give you everything. I don't I don't know everything. I'm not a know-it-all. I just I'm just right about what I do know. I'll tell you that. I'm right about what I do know. <laughs> text in 512 447 3776 And our poll of the day today is. Who should the Dallas Cowboys hire as their defensive coordinator for next season because of Dan Quinn getting the commander's job? We'll get back into that in a second. Uh, A little recap uh, uh, for some Texas football news. Uh, Just to get your your watching ready for tonight, that the East-West Shrine Bowl is tonight. If you want to watch that game, uh, if you made me not aware that it is tonight and not over the weekend, East-West Shrine Bowl is tonight at 7. There's only one Longhorn that is going to be playing in the game. Ryan Watts will be on the West team if you want to check him out. JT Sanders and Jonathan Brooks both uh, took invites. But due to injuries, of course, Jonathan Brooks' injury and then J.T. Sanders jumped out at the last second as well. So Ryan Watts will be the guy, but he is one of those people in these games that make it fun to watch because he's fighting for a roster position in the NFL. He's fighting to be able to be drafted or a... Or a you know unsigned free agent that gets picked up right away, and he doesn't have to you know waddle on the practice squad or try and build his way up. He will be able to get in. That's what Ryan Watts is starting to fight for right now. Uh, that'll be tonight at seven o'clock, and of course the Senior Bowl is on Saturday. If you're wondering where those other seniors are going to be, Tavondre Sweat and Christian Jones putting up great performances there at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Tavondre Sweat, the highlights that you're seeing pop out on the internet today look amazing. Christian Jones had looked good. His highlights yesterday, both their draft stocks seem to be rising out of this. Again, you know, you always look at these and a lot of guys kind of already have someone of their mind made up, but for a, a guy like Tavondre Sweat, who is a borderline first round pick, that is not a lot of people putting there. Somebody may find him and say, this guy may be the next big thing. Byron Murphy, uh, of course, backed out. Uh, last minute due to some injuries, wanting to be ready for the combine, get ready for the combine, so he is not participating in the Senior Bowl. Jalen Ford and Jordan Whittington uh, both took invites but will not be part of the roster playing on Saturday. Uh, so a little update there for you. Uh, and then let's get into some NFL talk as we get into the Commanders, and the big news today was that the Commanders did hire Dan Quinn. It was not a great look for the Commanders program yeah, and it's probably not a great look for Dan Quinn, but it ends up this way, and that's going to be the marriage for now, at least. We know that Dan Quinn most likely wanted to go to Seattle, and he probably thought that when Pete Carroll was moved out, that that was his job to lose, that he was going to be the front runner. I believe they decided it was time for a little bit of change. They went in with Mike McDonald, Mike McDonald too, and from everything we've heard, his interviews were just next level that everyone was really just impressed with him now what that means once you get on the field is a different thing we've known guys who have interviewed well and not coached great uh, but his his interviews apparently got on the job Dan Quinn then goes back he's and commanders were uh, well everybody's heard were all in on Ben Johnson they were going to make the move to hire Ben Johnson the defense the Detroit Lions uh, offensive coordinator however he decided to stay in Detroit because he wants to win a game there, and it might be that the the price wasn't matched. We've heard that he had a high asking price. It might be that he didn't have enough say uh, in the structural organization of how he's going to build his offense and what he wanted to do, and maybe he said, Sam Howell's not my guy. Can we go get this guy? Whatever it is, he decided he was not going to take that commander's job. They were left kind of stra- scrambling scrambling, and trying to find somebody, uh, and I don't think it's completely that they were trying to find him. Dan Quinn is a heck of a coach. I'm not trying to throw any shade on Dan Quinn, but it does mean that he gets the job there. I think it'll not it's not the worst hire. It's not going to sell you any season tickets. It's not going to get you the big pat on the back, you know, that you made the greatest hire, but it could be an interesting hire. Someone who has been around before, been in some good programs, worked with other good head coaches, and you know, uh, he's somebody that has also uh hired well, in the past as well, we know he had Sark on his staff at one point, Kyle Shanahan on his staff at one point, so he's hired some good coordinators as well, so we'll see who he brings in uh, with the Cowboys. If they keep Eric Bieniemy there, there, uh, he is the offensive coordinator or was last season. We'll see where he ends up, uh, but that is like Dan Quinn going to the Commanders. It also now means that with the news that came out a couple of days that Kellen Moore was going to be or most likely going to the Eagles or going to the Eagles, uh, that that means – that the Cowboys are now facing Dan Quinn their former defensive coordinator twice a year in Washington and facing Kellen Moore twice a year in Philadelphia I don't think that Jerry Jones is thrilled about that I think there's a part of it where you got to be happy if you're Mike McCarthy that you know that your coaching tree is growing and that these guys are getting jobs and and people that have been under you are out there working hard I think that's a good thing for you know, the general health of your organization, but you don't want to be in division. You prefer them to go uh, out of conference, much less division. And both those guys end up in division, going to be playing the Cowboys. And speaking of the Cowboys, it does leave the Cowboys with some big questions as a team where the defense did not show up in their playoff game and the defense struggled in some games this season. And there were talks some people were ready to move on from Dan Quinn, even though he brought a lot to that defense and made them elite at times that it somewhat was like their offense, and elite in moments and then very much not elite in others. And so now when you start to look at what the the Cowboys may do for their defensive position, their defensive coordinator position, you have to look at a couple of different options. And there's basically three main ways you can do it, and we'll start with the easiest way, which is you hire from within. And this would be probably the most logical way because when you talk about hiring this defensive coordinator, Mike McCarthy's walking into this season with one year left on his contract. So going out and hiring a big-name defensive coordinator when it could all blow up next season, they could decide to get rid of everything, and go get Bill Belichick next season, or do whatever they're going to do next season. That's still an option. Then it seems a little bit harder to bring, bring somebody in. Because that is, you're possibly on a one-year deal. And no big name is going to come in on that. So if you look in-house, the most common, most easy way to get in, uh, there's some options that are in there. They've they've got four options I've got. of People that are part of their defensive staff. People that have been around Mike McCarthy. People that were p- coaching with Dan Quinn. That could keep some consistency in this defensive unit. Keep them moving forward. First is one of the big names, Joe Witt Jr., uh, he is somebody who has said his dream job is the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. He was with McCarthy uh, in Green Bay from 08 to '18. Uh, he is he's in uh, he's the been the defensive he's been coaching in the secondary a lot as well as far as Al Harris, who's another name on our list. But Joe Joe Witt Jr. Somebody was a very likely name to come up in the conversations. Will definitely interview for the job and someone Dan Quinn might take with him and hire him for the defensive coordinator position in Washington if he does not take the job in Dallas. Again, some of these guys may get picked off and go to Washington as well. Al Harris, another one, uh, played for McCarthy but didn't coach with him. He was with the Chiefs from uh, 2013 to 2018, been with the Cowboys since 2020, but very much liked by the players, very much liked by fans. Al Harris is definitely a name that I think a lot of Cowboys fans will be good with to give him a shot, and he's one of those guys, again, when you talk about what the Cowboys' situation is right now with Mike McCarthy, that you give Al Harris a deal, and worst-case scenario, it doesn't work out for him. It doesn't work out for Mike McCarthy. Everything blows up. You gave it to a guy that you appreciate. You know, you you know, know, Moving forward, he may not take that as a bad sign, and you may be able to keep him on a staff, even if he's not the D.C., or he can go move on and do whatever else. But a hiring that... I think players and everyone else in the Cowboys organization would be just fine with happening, but it may not give you that edge that you feel you need to improve the defense. It depends on how he interviews and what he decides he would want to bring into that organization. Uh, A couple other names for you. The linebackers coach, Scott McCurley, he spent 13 years with Mike McCarthy at Green Bay. Maybe that trust and uh, knowing Mike McCarthy, maybe that's a name that he fights for for the defensive coordinator. I'll tell you again, though, I don't think Mike McCarthy's necessarily the guy hiring this coordinator, knowing what Jerry Jones is. I would assume Jerry Jones has a much bigger hand in it than Mike McCarthy, which is not how most hirings go. I think Mike McCarthy's going to tell him. Mike McCarthy's going to have some options and, and give him plans and say, these are the guys I'd like. But Jerry Jones is going to have final say on that. But Scott McCurley's on there, and Aiden Durde, uh, defensive line uh, coach, he's actually had interviews with the Packers and the Rams and the Falcons for their D.C. position. So if we say the hottest name, he's the younger, hotter name that hasn't been a coach for as long. Uh, He's a hot name right now. Maybe they just take him. Instead of losing him, they keep him with the Cowboys. However, I know he got those offers to go out there. I don't know if the D-line necessarily performed at the highest level in some of those situations involving the run game. I don't know if he's the right fit for what they want to do, but he's another one that they're definitely going to have to talk to within the organization. Now once you go outside of that, now you start going into the names of big name coaches and we can say Bill Belichick, but that I don't I don't see any reality where Bill Belichick ends up coaching as a defensive coordinator when we realize one of the reasons he couldn't he didn't go to Atlanta was the power struggle, one of the reasons he didn't go to Washington was because it's all believed he wants too much power and he wants to make the draft picks and he wants to be in charge. The reason that the 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 Patriots moved on was because they were saying they didn't want him to have the power to have the draft picks and everything. Bill Belichick basically said that doesn't work for him, so I can't imagine he's going to come in and just coach the defense. That seems you know even though you know Jerry Jones says they're friends, it doesn't seem like something that he's just gonna lay back and do i I would imagine he would rather announce and wait another year uh to see if he can get a head coaching job. But who knows stranger things have happened in the world, but I don't think Bill Belichick's a real option. Uh, another name that we haven't really heard bandied around with them, but he is a great defensive coach did not get hired. Mike Vrabel, a really good defensive coordinator, a great defensive mind could be somebody that they look at say, well, you come on in here. We don't expect you, you know, we expect you're going to get a head coaching job or be back into it next year anyway. So the fact that it's one year may not scare you off. That may not be the worst thing you've ever seen because you could come in here and bring us some toughness. That maybe we've been lacking in points. Maybe get us a little bit more hard nosed on that defensive end. That Dan Quinn was very much finesse and we will keep a little bit of the finesse, but give us a little bit more of that hard nose where we'll start stopping the run a little bit better. And if we can bring in that in and keep, you know, keeping Al Harris, keep a Joe Witt Jr. on the staff, if you're able to keep some of those guys from the Dan Quinn staff with Mike Vrabel uh, and give him basically a year to go in there and say, this is it. We know at the end of the year, this is probably all blowing up and we'll figure it out then too. Then that's possibly another option for you. Probably not very likely, but an option. And then Ron Rivera, another name, you know, with Dan Quinn replacing Ron Rivera. uh, Ron Rivera has been a name that has been tied to it that he doesn't necessarily want to give up coaching, uh, but he's not going to be in the head coaching realm right now at his age and with, uh, you know, the lackluster last few positions that he has been at then maybe bringing him in as a DC and seeing him bring in there and bring some more toughness, but still a positive attitude. Uh, You know, his culture is not really a great culture, but it's a culture that is a little bit more upbeat from what people say. So he could be a little bit more fitting into Jerry Jones, where he wants everybody to be family and and Mike McCarthy, where they want to be family. Uh, That is another option that he could be pulling out. And I'll throw out you one more option. That is an interesting one. For what the Cowboys could do, because this is a big conversation right now that a lot of college coaches are looking to move to the NFL. People that maybe wouldn't have done it a few years ago are now looking at the, the the landscape and having to work nonstop, 365 days a year because you're keeping your own players and you're trying to recruit others. And there's a transfer portal, and you're trying to, and everything that goes into it. That some people believe the quality of life is better. As a college, as a pro coach, than a college coordinator or college coach, and somebody may go in and try and take the step, and maybe somebody from the college ranks. Maybe you look at the Big Ten and some of those schools. I know Manny Diaz in Penn State probably not going to be the guy that Cowboys fans would get super pumped about, but you know Iowa has a good defensive coordinator. You know uh, we know Minter is probably going to Michigan. Uh, with Jerome Harbaugh, so you're not going to be able to po- poach him off. But there are other names of defensive coordinators who are good coordinators or defensive coaches, possibly, uh, maybe from a smaller school that moved up and got jobs as a head coach, where you could look at Dim and say, Well, would you want to make the move up? And we're already playing this kind of hybrid style that's a little bit different from Dan Quinn. And if you're coaching from the college ranks, maybe you could help us change and keep, you know, kind of a fresh, different look at this defense. Uh, it's another possible scenario for for the Cowboys to look at. Whether if you're not gonna stay in the house and, you know, if Dan Quinn wants if those guys want to go with Dan Quinn or if, you know, you don't feel that those guys are gonna bring you the what you need to see. And if, if Jerry Jones wants to make a splash, which we know he wants to make a splash, but how much does he want to win versus how much does he want to make a splash, you know, he could go out there and shell out some bucks to go try and get a coach from the college ranks. To bring them up, we've seen it happen already this coaching cycle. So it is, it's a real you know opportunity that college coaches may be looking at and the Cowboys may be looking at. It's just you just go out there and see if there's a college guy who maybe you know maybe just burn out. Man, they're recruiting everything else. Man, forget it. You're not recruiting. We're getting the offseason. season. You got to scout for us. You got to go to the the Senior Bowl. It's on weekend. You're gonna you already know those guys, right? All right, now you got to go uh, and you've got to check out the, the combine. All right, we'll have some draft meetings, but if you want to go to the beach, enjoy yourself. You get a holiday now. You can hang out with your family. It's another possible option for the Cowboys. They try and find a defensive coordinator. Once the cycle's over, you may have to think a little bit more outside the box instead of being able to go find the best guy because you are way behind the eight ball. Your coach is the last defensive, the last coach hired, the last head coach hired. You have to go out there and find something, uh, you know, outside the box. Maybe you look at college. Maybe you go that way. And that's what we're asking you on the text line, 512-447-3776 on the text line. If you guys want to have your suggestions of who you think should be the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys next season, send that in. That's a poll today. Who should be the DC for the Cowboys next season? Send that in on the text line, 512 512- four four seven three seven seven six. Anything else you want to talk about, NFL, NBA college, send that stuff in and we will get to it here on the sports complex. We'll come back and get to some of your text messages and places to time and hook them up. When we come back here on the sports complex in the Horn 1019 and twelve sixty, the Horn app and Hornfm.com. The Sports Complex of the Horn. All my life I've been searching for something Something never comes, never leads to nothing Nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close Closer to the prize at the end of the rope All night long a dream taken away leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most feel it come to life when I see your ghost Sports Complex here on the Horn. Just letting it play. Foo Fighters there for you on the Grammys. All double-digit Grammy Award winners. Foo Fighters got them double-digit Grammy Awards as well. Everyone we played this week will be in a 5-1-2 Friday tomorrow. Getting you some local music you can check out and support on a Friday like we like to do here on the Sports Complex. Text line's open. 5 one 2 Poll of the day. Who should be the next DC for the Cowboys? Who is it? Dan Quinn is gone. Who should be the next DC? We just went through some options, all the options inside that probably make the most sense, but if you want to make a splash and Jerry likes to make a splash, give you some other options. What do you guys think on the text line? Chan says, Bill B or Mike G? I'm guessing Mike V? I don't know who Mike G is. Mike V? Who else is available for the Cowboys uh, and I can attest to the app working overseas. I listen to all in Singapore and Morocco. Appreciate that, chain. Always appreciate you listening in. Uh, Texter says Parsons has no D.C. loyalty. Posting he might go to Commanders uh, with Big uh, <laughs> D. Torres. Yes, Parsons has no uh, loyalty. Uh, he he Look, he says he may go. In reality... We understand that it's going to come down to negotiations and the money, and then it's going to be hard for other teams to find the cap space to go out and go get a Micah Parsons, and I think he'd rather stay than go, Uh, but you never know. You never know with the Micah Parsons, and if he wants to go play with uh, Dan Quinn somewhere else, so you don't know if you want to bring somebody in that he likes, so if you bring in an Al Harris, is that somebody he likes? Do you want to bring in somebody that he might think? Is he a fan of Joe Witt Jr.? I'm sure – I think if, if Jerry is smart, he will at least talk to Micah Parsons and get his opinion on who might be a guy to bring in. There Texas it says still hating. I know. You're haters. You're gonna hate. That's that's just what it is. Uh Tex say Cowboy hire Vrabel as DC and he takes over as head coach next year. I, I think that's possible, but I don't think Mike Vrabel is a big enough name that really like, I don't think that's a name that Jerry would necessarily go all for. So I don't think he may need next be the guy in waiting because he's not he's not the most, you know, outgoing like Dan Quinn was a guy you could put in because he was, you know, more electric and he had a fun, different system. I, I don't think Mike Rabel's a bad hire if you brought him in as a Cowboys head coach, but I, I think he may be looking for something bigger if he does. And I don't think he would give anybody that coach in waiting position we thought it was going to be for Dan. And again, it also is gonna be can Mike Vrabel come in, work with what's already there? Do they have to change up the defense more to bring in what he wants to do? How much of it is a scheme change? How much of that can be done in one year? Because if you say, well, you're the coach in waiting, and then all of a sudden you're not the coach in waiting because we didn't like what your defense did. So now you we think you suck and you shouldn't get a head coaching job. Uh, you know That all has to be looked at for Mike Vrabel as well if he wants to become a defensive coordinator. Like this, Gary Patterson to Dallas. I doubt that would happen. Uh, I think Gary Patterson has been out of it enough that he wouldn't be the young name that you'd want out of college. So I think if you're going in college, you're probably looking for someone that's, you know, under 50, I think it was probably what you'd be looking for to get a, a new, you know, hot take. I don't know if Gary Patterson would be the, uh you know, the, the, the burning headline, even though, you know, like I get it. I like Gary Patterson. I think he's a, he's a heck of a coach again, uh, but he was always kind of coaching lesser talent, so I don't know if he necessarily falls into that realm either. But it is an interesting name. I like the text because I would not have thought of that name. So I like that. I like that, but it's I'm not sure that that's necessarily the fit for the NFL. Uh, and I'm not sure he walked away because of all that stuff either. He maybe wanted to spend more time with family, but, you know, that could be it. Hey, I want to get out of college, and if the NFL calls, uh, it'd be interesting. I like that. Uh, interesting thought, It's at least. Uh, Tech says the Cowboys' defense just didn't seem to be as impressive to me as it was hyped up to be, especially in terms of defensive pass rush. Overall, they had 46 sacks, but 19 were in three games. The rest were they got one or two or zero in the playoffs. So maybe this is what we need. Yeah, I agree. I think that that was it. It was they they fell into the same realm as what the offense did for the Cowboys, which was you know we're gonna have some games where we look like world beaters and we're gonna dominate and everyone's gonna come out and say that we're the best team in the NFL. And then we're going to have games where we look like we don't belong playing college football. And in reality, you can't have those. And it got worse in in this year for Dan Quinn. There's probably ways to start fixing that, but that's why you want to bring in somebody, if you're going to bring in somebody within the organization, you have to say, well, how are you going to fix what happened? And how are you going to bring up a pass rush where, you know, Dan Quinn talked about at the beginning of last season, and I think it was just it had to be true going into that season still was that people knew what Micah Parsons was going to do. And especially once he just became, I just going to pass, you know, rush the passer. It was much easier to defend the Cowboys when you kind of knew, well, they don't have the linebackers anymore to, to really exotic blitz us anymore. So we know the linebackers aren't really a problem. We know Lawrence and, and Micah Parsons are coming for us. We just got to stop them But Hankins is in the run stopping. We kind of know what everybody's doing. So even though they're all positionless football, unless they send in one of those safeties, then we're not really there's nothing we're really not seeing. So it's more about, you know, getting the ball off in time. So if we have enough time, we are able to block them because they're not showing us a bunch of different looks because of what they have and because they didn't have a ton of depth in that linebacker position to kind of show them different looks. Now they'll get over Sean back next year and over Sean's another guy that can come in and be an impact player on this defense though, that he would have been another piece to help that defense get a little bit more on the defensive line or the defensive pressure on the quarterback for sure. But yeah, I agree with you that there was points where they did not look as uh, dominant as they should have looked. Another variable with the promise of future head coach after firing. And you can't promise that like that's, you just can't because what if he's bad? <laughs> like, you can't go, well, you're the head coach, and then he comes in and everyone doesn't like him and no one wants to put in the effort, and Micah Parsons says he's leaving. He says, I, I'm a Penn State guy, and this is an Ohio State guy. I'm out of here. And they all, and and you know, we, you know you don't get to, you don't players start wanting to get away. You're having to try and rebuild this whole defensive system, and you're now going to be doing that, and now you're firing Mike McCarthy because the defense was no good. The offense was still decent. I don't know if you can give him that head coach waiting just willy-nilly and just say, no, that's you because you're Mike Vrabel. I think you just have to hire him and say, we know you will get a head coaching job next year. Whether it's here or not is, you know, who knows? And Jerry Jones is the king of anything's possible and who knows? And we, I could still be working with Bill Belichick in the future. I could see myself doing that. Not saying no, I don't see that because I think Mike McCarthy is going to be our coach for the next ten seasons because we're winning a Super Bowl next year and the year after and the year after we're going all in. But that's not that's not what Jerry. Anything could happen in Jerry's world. I like the texture. random texture number sixty nine says realistically, is there any recent former head coach who would even consider taking on the DC role under McCarthy and the and Jones? Uh, Bill B, hell no. Rabel, probably another hard pass. Ron Rivera, why? Is there a is there a college head coach that might be equal or possibly even an upgrade to Quinn? And uh, you just hijack my takes, and I couldn't text him faster than you were saying it. No, look, I think it's a good take. Good, great mind, think alike there, random texter. Uh, it is. It's an interesting look because it's where you could bring in another intra, you know, different thinking process. Someone that when you're going up against Kellen Moore twice a year. And, you know, in, in, with the Eagles, and you're playing against Dan Quinn, and you're playing against, you know, if you have to play Arizona and Shane Saget, you're playing against coordinators who might know you pretty well, and you're trying to beat the 49ers who know what you do very well. If you bring in somebody else and that no one in the NFL maybe has the full knowledge of and take that chance, if you're saying going all in, then that would be it is bringing in a higher level name defensive coordinator or head coach from college ranks to be your defensive coordinator and really just try something different to make it work with the players that are there so it's somebody also who Jerry Jones may really enjoy working with because they're not going to be the person who has all the direct say in personnel because they're newer to the NFL. It's a possibility. I don't know if it'll happen, but it does seem like a Jerry thing where he could try and make a splash. I think he'd rather make a splash with an NFL name. I think he'd rather... uh, Try and make a splash in a way where it's not so much a risk. I don't know if Jerry's that much of a risk taker, but it's. A, it, I like the. I like the take. Random texture. I'm a fan of it. That's why I said it as well. I don't think it's original to either one of us, but I think it's a good take. Um, and Nate says, "How about Al, Al Harris?" Uh, and and no, and I, Al Harris is the guy. Like I think he's definitely a name that's on there. He's one of the ones who gave. He's an interesting name to put on there he just doesn't have a ton of experience he does come from the chiefs background so he's got good uh background there of winning and, and what he could do with the Chiefs and then he spent you know spent the time behind Dan Campbell uh, I, I think that the the best part with Al Harris is you know if you're talking about a one-year rental tryout which this could be if Mike McCarthy doesn't get it done that if it works great but if it doesn't work okay well we're getting rid of everybody every way uh, anyway so you know it's not a huge Problem that uh, Al Harris is not going to be sticking around. Uh, maybe Cowboys can get PK so he can face guard the receivers. Shaking my head. I, I don't think they're going to go after PK. He's done a look. He's done a better job than some other defensive coordinators in Texas. He's still got some you know some pieces to get together. Hopefully that secondary will continue to grow and hopefully they'll be able to get a defensive lineman in the spring portal. That would be a big piece for them as well because we know that losing Byron Murphy and Devondre Sweat is a big loss, but hopefully that defense will look even better next year. Hopefully it'll keep growing. Uh, as a Packer fans, Jerry should hire Todd Orlando. Yeah, I don't I don't think, I think if you're wishing it well, I don't know if Todd Orlando is going to be the splash hire that Jerry Jones would probably want. I think if he would hire Todd Orlando, he would probably go with Joe junior Al Harris or even the Aiden Dirty who is, uh, you know, he's gotten looks from other people. So he's got a mind for whatever reason, either his agent's really good uh, or what, but he may be someone, and he may be somebody that leaves anyway if you don't, and then, okay, well, how's your new D.C.? If you hire Al Harris, you know, is he keeping the defensive staff, or does he have people in the league he wants to give a shot to? If someone walks away or goes with, because you figure somebody's probably going to leave and go with Dan Quinn. So if you say somebody, at least one or two or three people go, who is Al Harris? Who's that defensive coordinator? Who is he bringing in? So a younger guy who may not necessarily know those, you know, have all those connections you'll see, but I, I'm not saying he doesn't cause I don't know if Al Harris does or not. Uh, let's see. Uh, many is is head coach at Duke, he left PSU. Very good astute. That's why I like you texters. You keep me on my toes when I forget things that happened during the off season. Cause I'm trying to write it all down and remember everything. And I don't, but you're, you're exactly right. He left and went to Duke. Uh, I was trying to think of, of schools in the pack. The the big 10 had the defenses. We we could just, we could debate whether it was all defense or was it, uh, or was it just lack of offense, but they had the defenses. We know that, uh, Jerry ought to try a bill B trick and bring Kellen Moore back as DC. He has experience in stopping both Dallas and San Diego offense. <laughs> all right. That's a solid one. I like that one. Plus he's one of their guys. I like that text. That was, that one got a real genuine laugh from me. Uh, I, that's funny. Uh, he I, I I don't think that would work. I think that might be a bad decision. I think that might be a bad decision. Uh, Baylor head coach not going well in, a, in college. I don't know if he'd be the guy. Rand, I don't know if he would be. Again, I don't. That's not necessarily. I think if you're going for that, you want to go for it. This is the best defensive guy in college, or this guy's do, doing really well in college. Uh, I don't know if his. And he also, I mean, he he does like smaller defenders, which you know, is somewhat a problem that the Cowboys have had, but it's kind of more what their lineup is. You know, using safeties as linebackers, trying to, you know, they made Mozzie Smith lose weight to be a little bit more active. So I I get it. I but that's falls into the Gary Patterson of I'm not sure if that would be the way. Uh Rdub says Ron Rivera. And that's just a name I've heard. I don't know, you know, how much, but if they if people are saying that that he has interest in being a defensive coordinator and basically there's not a lot of jobs left to go to and he still wants to be a coach and and wants to kind of try and redeem himself, then that's a, a place where it's at least a name you're bringing in. And if that's what Jerry Jones wants, and we know Jerry Jones gets what Jerry Jones wants, uh, another one, Baylor Dave Aranda. And, that, you know, he is. I, I put him in that realm of I think we have a little bit more as Texas fans bias to that I don't know if Jerry would have that same bias to big 12 guys I think you know if you're going you're going for a little bit bigger name but that being said I just said he does like the you know he runs a smaller defensive line a lot of times and smaller players at Baylor and more speed and that could fit in more with what they do uh but again that's also when you're going to talk to Micah Parsons and if Micah Parsons walks out and goes who Baylor who? I don't know. I don't want that guy. I don't want, no, no, go get me somebody. Go get me this guy. Go get me Al Harris. Then you have to listen to the guys that you're trying to re-sign because it's going to make it a lot harder to bring them in. And for Dave Aranda, you know, I think he'd be giving up a lot of money that he's going to make when Baylor fires him. So he might want to just stick it out. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Nate also says, Rex Ryan's eyebrow says he's ready to be my DC. I don't think Rex Ryan is coming back to be the DC either, but who knows Jerry may got the, the money to steal him away from the desk. Keep those texts coming in 512-447-3776. I like it. You guys had some good ones. You guys are doing awesome today. You, got, you caught me on one where I messed up and then you got like the Gary Patterson, the Dave Aranda's. In college names? I'm a fan of it, man. You guys are kicking butt on the text line today, 512-447-3776. If you got any more texts, send those in. Uh, we're going to take our last break. We'll come back, and we'll wrap it up here. And if any more texts come in, we'll hit those as well. Uh, we'll get to it here on the Sports Complex and the Horn 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com. Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex, weekday afternoons on the Horn. Last call, so either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out, and then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk, and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. All right, wrapping things up here on the Sports Complex on a Thursday afternoon, getting ready for Friday. We did have a trade in the NBA. The Rockets made a trade, everybody. The Rockets made a trade. It'll have almost no impact on this season, but the Rockets made a trade. The Rockets are trading Victor Oladipo in three second-round picks for Stephen Adams from the Grizzlies. Uh, Victor Oladipo has not played this season after hurting his knee uh, last season. We knew there was going to be recovery time, but he is an expiring contract. One of the reasons why they, why uh, he was still on the, you know, why he's valuable on a trade market is his expiring contract. And for the Grizzlies, Stephen Adam decided to have the surgery early this season. Uh, he will miss the entire season just for recurring knee injuries, have a surgery to try and fix up the knee instability uh, that he has had uh, trying to fix that up. I, I, I kind of like it for the Rockets. Uh, you basically get Steven Adams for one more year, and then he gets bird rights. He's making 12500000 million. He'll be 31 next season. Uh, it's not a bad contract. You bring him in. If he brings you some of that physicality and toughness on the inside that Ime Odoka likes, uh, you were able to get him for not very much. Some second-round picks you had laying around. And for uh, and for Victor Oladipo, that expiring contract, he wasn't going to play for you this year anyway. So it's not necessarily something that is going to help you this season season, but it is something that is gonna help you going forward. So uh I, I I'm not I'm a kind of a fan of that. Kinda of a fan for that. Uh I see you guys got silly on the text sign at the end there. Texer, Mike Ma- Dicka Ed Orgeron. Maybe Jerry could resurrect Buddy Ryan. R dub says Jerry should hire himself, then maybe he could fire himself when he does a bad job. He wouldn't fire himself. He'd promote himself to general manager again. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on a fun Friday edition, uh, trying to get you ready for the weekend and the, the Senior Bowl and the Pro Bowl and all the other bowls that don't aren't the biggest bowls, but we'll get to them. Uh, we get back here, uh, we'll get back tomorrow afternoon. Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow on the Sports Complex.